What's up, everybody? <clears throat> Happy Wednesday, and I had a cancellation today, so I did something that's a little bit out of my norm for a Wednesday day. Um, I'm pretty happy with the choice. Uh, me, Lacey, Kane, and Christian, and my child, Vinny, all went out to Ravens Run National Park, and we spent... Um, I'd say a good three and a half hours um, wandering around in the woods, you know, talking, you know, and uh, just enjoying the time. Um, but during that process, you know, um, and it's not that my eyes weren't open to it already, but my eyes were like expanded. I was able to really like see a lot more clearly some of the impact that um, that male role models and males have in their children's lives, you know, and one of the hardest things that I have to, you know, work with personally and I have to consistently, you know, um, work on in my life is that I didn't have a father figure really growing up. The one I did died very early and was not a good father figure. And so, um, you know, I chased around, for lack of a better term, a lot of poor male role models in my younger years. Thinking, man, my shoulders are a little bit sore here from carrying that back all day. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, and I realized the amount of pain and difficulty that had in my life. Cause you know, one of the things like we always sit and celebrate how important moms are and how powerful single mothers are. And I'm not downplaying that. I mean, like it's fucking powerful. It's one of the most attractive and amazing things about my partner, Lacey, you know, she's doing it alone and not only is she doing it alone, it's, um, you know, she's also, you know, trying to be mom and dad for two boys, um, that lost their father, you know? Um, and, uh, it's a really, you know, interesting situation for me because on one hand we've got Christian who's 13 and he's coming into his own. He's like getting interested in girls and stuff like that. And I think that's amazing. It's really kind of cool to watch, you know, another younger man go through the, the ropes on that stuff. Cause it's hard, man. Like it's hard to figure that out. And at the same time, you know, Kane, who's four, uh, and is just, a ball of energy, you know, that's what I, my favorite things about him are how utterly Kane and how much energy he has. And also sometimes the biggest struggle is that he's utterly Kane and has so much energy. <laughs> it's good stuff though. I love them both. Um, but you know, Lacey shared something with me afterwards about how, um, you know, she asked Kane like what his favorite parts of the day were on the trail. And she said, you know, Justin, and, or he said, Justin and Christian, and, um, you know, like, I want to get this out there guys, like for real, like we have a generation of boys who are being raised by their moms. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with single moms, but I'm saying that those of us who are around those boys that don't have either their father because their father is just not in the picture or because as in this case, you know, he tragically lost his life, um, we got to step up boys. Like we got to step up guys. Like it's fucking powerful. Like, you know, when I was packing my bags before we got out there, one of the crazy things is like, you know, my youngest was like, dad, you're like paranoid. It is crazy to me. You're, we're going to like a little national park. We're just going to be hiking around. You're packing water filtration and you've got like, you know, a little compass and some other basic survival supplies you're putting in this. Like we don't need all that. And I'm like, look, I'd rather have it not needed than need it not have it. Plus that's dad shit. You know what I mean? To me, that's man shit. That's dad shit. Like if we had something happen out there, 
I want to make sure that we're all taken care of. Even if that means that when I get home, my shoulders are sore and I ain't bitching. I'm actually like, enjoy that feeling because it reminds me of how good it felt to be out there and like caring for, you know, my family and my, my, like our mixed put together family. And I think it's an amazing experience. Um, but you know, I packed a pocket knife for all the kids, but but Kane, you know, because uh, we can't give a four-year-old a sharp knife. And if you know me, I keep my knives like stupid, scary sharp. So it's definitely not a good idea to put that in the hands of a four-year-old. Um, but, um, you know, uh, halfway up the trail, I was like, hey, Christian, do you want to carry this pocket knife for me, man? And he like, you could just see him like, whoop, what? Pocket knife? You know, <laughs> just like a 13-year-old boy would do. Um, and Lacey did bring the food. So don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? Like we we worked as a team there. It was it was good. Um, but... uh. Um, she was like, I never would have thought about that. Like, and I was like, you know, it's just, it's man shit. I don't know how else to put it. Like, you know, boys, I think, and dudes have this like weird thing, like deep in, in the back of our brains. Like, and it's like, it's almost like primal where we like want to like test ourselves against nature. And there's this like, maybe it's testosterone, maybe it's whatever, who knows. But like, we just want to get out there and just like, for lack of a better term, be savages, you know, (laughs) but you know, I didn't have men in my life to show me that stuff. Luckily enough, Edna did an amazing job at taking me out camping and being out there in the woods and doing all kinds of cool stuff like that. And, you know, doing the very best to be a mom and a dad at the same time, you know, and she made it a point to try to put as many other, you know, older men around me that she thought would be good role models around me as she could. And it it did help in the long run. You know, I had to get my chops in, you know, and make my own mistakes, but I do remember those things. and I do remember those people. And, um, you know, as we were walking along the trail, me and Vinny were like picking up rocks and identifying rocks and different kinds of trees and, you know, like what, what stuff was edible and what wasn't, you know, and I could kind of see Christian like in the back, like being like, man, this guy's on some weird stuff. Okay. But there was like this point where like we reached a Creek bed and like, I have this like water filter. It's called a life straw. Like literally like you can drink right out of puddles. You can drink whatever. And it, it filters everything out. It's crazy. Like technology is amazing. Um, and I was like, I want to try this. I want to see what creek water tastes like. I've never just taken it like right out the, you know, the stream like that and drank it. And so I did. And uh, he was like, is that for water filtration? What are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm going to try this, man. I'm going to try this. This is, you know, uh, I've, I've heard a million people swear by this. This product has like all kinds of great reviews. We're going to try it, you know. And uh, I did. It tasted quite good. I was surprised, you know. And then he, he tried a little bit too and so did Vinny. And it was like, I could see him kind of like right then and be like, all right. There's like a different type of a a vibe that, you know, Justin's given off here. And I think that like one of the biggest, most important parts is that you don't need to try to be dad to anybody, but you do need to be like a real man to kids. And a, a real man doesn't mean you're always shouting or you have a bunch of rules or something like that, but it's just like, it's the way a man carries himself. You know what I mean? Like, like a man suffers for his family and he doesn't do it. Like, it's not like you're like, Oh, let me like, you know, make it a thing. Like I come home, like, do you know how much I fucking work to provide for you? That's not it. No. Like a man like suffers in silence. And like, when I say in silence, I don't mean like that you don't talk about your emotions and stuff like that, but you do stuff for the people you care about. I mean, my dogs were fucking barking. My feet were so sore by the time we got done carrying that pack. But it was like, it was like, I did it. And I was actually enjoying the pain to a degree because it was like, reminding me like yeah man like you're really doing it here you're like you're doing the dad thing you're doing the man thing for your family and it's it was such a powerful experience to me um 
And we got home and I was like, you know what, I'm going to buy Christian a pocket knife. I don't know if any man is around him has ever bought him a pocket knife. And no 13-year-old in the world should be a 13-year-old yet without having had somebody buy him a pocket knife, okay? <laughs> At least by my standards, you know, like. And um, so I searched one up and ordered on Amazon. I just shot him a message and I was like, hey, man, like, I'm going to get you a little pocket knife. I'll show you how to sharpen it, show you some safety tips and stuff like that. You just need to be careful with it. Um, but I think that, you know, every boy and every young man, you know, needs to have a tool like that. It's like, it's just like a basic thing though, you know, like it's just like, you know, having tools, having things to be able to repair and fix your house and take care of the stuff around you and to care for it is just like that. And a knife is, is exactly one of those tools. It's, it's literally probably like when I have one in my pocket, if you know me, I'm fucking with everything with it all the time. Like, it's just like, <laughs> it is what it is. It's probably one of the most basic, powerful and not only is it like, it, it's like probably the most influential tool mankind has ever created because it's just the most basic, but it, it changed the game for us. Just a, a pocket knife. And showing, showing young men how to use those things and how most importantly, here's the crazy part that I think is important, is that by putting tools like that in their hand and allowing them to be responsible, yeah, sure, I promise you, I'm sorry, Lacey, I'm gonna tell you right now on this live, I promise you at some point in time, he's gonna cut himself. <laughs> it's just gonna happen, it's part of it. But the thing is, is that when you place tools like that in young men's hands, I think that it provides them a sense of like belonging. It provides them a sense of like understanding that they are somewhat responsible, you know, and that they can be responsible with how they use a tool, what they do with it, and the fact that that is you know, a tool and not like a weapon necessarily. Because, you know, um, I remember being around a lot of dudes growing up and a lot of them were like, they looked at like every knife like it was a fucking weapon. And like, to me, it's just like something that you can do so much with. Like I cut my stencils out of the shop with a pocket knife because my pocket knife is 10 times sharper than the scissors. You know, I cut the the sanoderm, anything that, that that needs any type of stuff like that. Like I use a pocket knife. I barely ever use scissors. Like even when I was like working with leather and stuff like that. I use my knives more often than I use like the special leather cutting tools. Um, but back to the, you know, the topic at hand. Um, what I want to say is that it's, it's like, it's an honor to be able to be a positive male role model in anybody's lives, my kids' lives, especially. But when you, as a dude come into the scene with a woman who already has children, especially if that woman, um, you know, I don't, have as much experience as having, uh, you know, a woman that has the father of the kids in the lives. And I have a little bit, but you have to work with them if that's the case, you know, and in my experience, that's the best way to do it. Be homeboy's friend, man. Like be cool with him. Like don't try to be that kid's dad necessarily, but do try to be a good positive influence in his life. And I think that you can't go wrong with that. You know, if, if they are, it's because baby daddy ain't trying to play that, you know, that game and do the right thing. But when, when you come into a woman's life that has, uh, you know, boys, girls, but especially boys, you know, um, as a man, you're, you have like a sacred fucking responsibility there, man. Like it's, you have to help raise those boys to be strong men because we have a plague in our country. We have a plague in the world right now of not having strong men in our lives and the effects that that's had on the generations in our past, you know, 100 to 50 years, I think are plain to see when, when boys are raised without somebody who shows them how to be a man, how to treat a woman, how to treat a partner even, you know, depending on whatever your, you know, orientation is, um, how to be respectful, how to respect themselves. Um, it, 
it's it just fucking damages kids, man. It's so rough. I I I can see so clearly the effect it had on my life. And so I want to just take a minute to remind all the guys out here that when you get with a woman who has kids, if it if it's a little girl, it's your job to show that little girl how you treat their mother that that's how that they should be treated. And if you have boys, the way you treat their mother you're teaching them that's how women should be treated. And if she puts up with poor treatment, that's just making it worse, you know, and vice versa. But on top of like making sure that you treat the parent, right? You have to treat them with respect because they're tiny little lives. And if it's your own children's, if it's your job to raise your own children to be like respectable, contributing members of society, then it's your fucking job to involve yourself like that with the people that you choose to date. You know, and I can't speak for women's part if they date men that already have kids, but I think that if Lacey could get on here, she could she could school us all because she's on, on point with that. She treats my kids just like they're her own. And it's amazing, you know. Um, and, um, you know, I did want to take a second here too. You know, um, I talked a little bit about Cassie yesterday. Um, and take a second and say like, for real, um, I don't know how to say this, but like, you know, Chris, I, I appreciate the fact that your boys are in this world, man. And I appreciate how amazing they are and that they're a piece of you, you know, expressing themselves in this planet and in this world. Um, and you know, I, I never met you, but the influence that you're going to have in the world through these two young men and, and the things that they're going to do later on in life is going to be powerful, my friend. And I promise you that I'm going to steward that and that influence that I have in their lives with every bit of responsibility that I possibly can and do with every bit of love that I possibly can. And, um, you know, I've got like goosebumps talking about that, like, but like for real, like it's, it's like, it's, it's a fucking important thing, guys. Like we have to train our boys to be men eventually. They can't, I don't care what society wants to redefine as man, woman, whatever, like by definition, a man is responsible. By definition, a man provides and protects his family. And I think that if we can't teach our children and the children of our significant others, we're not doing a good job. And then like, finally, this is one other thing too that I need to make it like abundantly clear. It is so important when you date, especially a mom, like, cause this is what I'm, you know, I'm aware of here with, with boys, a boy's mother is his first love, you know? And so you cannot come between their children and them. You can't get jealous of their attention from their children. You can't get, you can't try to like push their kids away from them. You know, like, you know, like it's, it's so important that you accept them and that you, that you let them have their relationship. Cause the crazy thing is, is that when you start to date a person that already has kids, that kid already has a relationship with that person. And if you stand in between that you're taking them away. And even if you're not trying to stand in between that, let me get that straight too, because that woman or that man's attention is going to be partially on you too. So that kid is going to feel that, that, that there's, you know, another person getting attention and that kid even might get jealous and that's okay, man. They're kids. They're going to grow. They'll learn. But, um, at the end of it all, man, I think by definition, a man is responsible and by definition, a man stewards the gifts that he's given by God and the world with responsibility. And so I promise, Chris, that I'm going to steward that gift 
of, of your kids being in my life as responsibly and powerfully as I possibly can. I just wish that everybody out here would take some time and reorient themselves when it comes down to dealing with people that already have kids, man. It's not a burden. It's a gift. Those are bonus kids, not stepkids. All right. I love y'all. I'm going to take a second to read these comments here real quick before I jump off here. You're an amazing, positive person. Well, thank you very much, man. I love you so much. Thank you for being in our lives, too. Mm. I love y'all. Have a good day. Go hug your kids.